Human design is a part science, part spiritual system that tells you who you came here to be. You have your own blueprint, your own way of becoming successful, your own way your dreams are going to come true, the way you'll experience the most joy and fulfillment. The instruction manual for how to move through the world is custom to you. When you act according to that manual, when you act as the real you, everything in life comes to you with more ease and less resistance. We all know we're different, yet we're still acting like there's one way to do life. Let's talk about it. To find out your design and the designs of the people in your life, you can visit myhumandesign.com or download the My Human Design app in the App Store and on Google Play. So last week we were talking about the video that kept me up at night and I wanted to tell you about it. Just before you start, Projector 101 and also Manifesto 101 and Reflector 101 for sleep is like you have to build time to like calm down and calm down um, from all the stimulation of the day. So and I forget this one all the time. I'm like scrolling my Instagram like right before bed, like as I'm putting on face cream. It's like so ridiculous. But anyway, I knew I was doing it to myself. <laughs> I know. It's like I try funny to, when you know Yeah, I try to put my phone away as fast as I can just because I do know I need like an hour mm -hmm. or so or sometimes two hours to even get ready to go to bed after being yeah. stimulated but my friend's brother by the way what? my friend's brother is a projector and I gave him a reading um recently um for his birthday she wanted to gift it to him and he's like a party animal and I was telling him like you know as a projector you need time thing before bed and he was like it's so crazy because even if I come back at 5 a.m I have to like do an hour of relaxing before I go to bed. And my sister, even if she, we've been like, you know, even when we were younger and we used to like go out clubbing, if we'd come back at 3 a.m., because that's the time the clubs close here, she'd have a bath before bed. <laughs> She's <laughs> a so manifester. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So I knew what I was doing to myself. But yeah. you know, sometimes you sometimes you get so fascinated by something that you can't stop. And I was just like, and I have learned too from you is not to be so dogmatic about, mm. oh, projectors need so much sleep, mm -hmm. not to like be hard on myself for, you know what? I'm just going to stay up late tonight. Yeah. Whatever. Me and Jen are going to sit on the couch and talk into a microphone for a couple hours. Like, it's an experiment. This whole thing, you just can't get it wrong. You really can't. With awareness, that's the key. You know, you can allow yourself to um, know when you're not doing what is like, perfect or whatever yeah and yeah. I just let myself stay up because I was interested but it made me think about lately you have so the video was about the rise and fall of empires mm. and we had talked something about something to do with empires the, that day and so then it was about the Taylor in the Taylor Swift episode when um I was saying you know there's someone asked the chairman in China and like what do you think about the Chinese empire yeah 300 years later and he was like it's still too soon to tell what whatever was it like you know sometimes something will click in your head of like okay wait you're supposed to watch this mm -hmm. so anyways it was literally 45 minutes long because it was a five part like series on TikTok that I just kept clicking through clicking through clicking through and I couldn't stop watching it and I wish I remembered all put in the description what the video was. Mm. I can't off the top of my head remember what it was but or who it was by because it was something it was a it was based on a book anyways it was talking about the raw rise and fall of empires and like how if you track like back 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 even like before like the Dutch empire like you can see like what was happening at those various times and almost predict like obviously what's coming like you can predict our patternings based off of our past mm -hmm. right 
and it had especially if you have gift 44 <laughs> right and i bet you so check who, if you have that yeah whoever made this video slash book probably has like gift 54 i totally 44 44 yeah. sorry i completely thought of that <laughs> it comes out of your instincts or whatever right mm -hmm. and uh it had me thinking about the new paradigm stuff that you've been talking about recently where you're saying to me, and I think you've shared quite a bit in, in the New Paradigm Live that you did, and then you do share a bit on your story, but you were saying to me something about how it's kind of like there's going to be these things that are happening that are life-changing to us. Like our technology is going to, and you, maybe you can explain better what I'm saying, but how it's really important to just for us to stay grounded in ourselves. Mm. And I made me realize as I was watching the visuals of this video where it was like these up and downs of an empire and how you explain the emotional waves, how they can go up and down and mm. that the emotional waves are sort of, you've ex described them, I think in the app as almost like the playlist or the, the music, the background music that the universe is playing in the background of your life. And I was imagining it at a much bigger scale where almost the way life happens, the cycles in which our world goes through is almost like, you know, mm. the, the the playlist of the background of our existence. Yeah. You know, and so it, I drew the connection of the same way that you talk to emotionals about staying, like mm. really being in your emotional wave, but not letting it take you up and down and up and down and be so volatile about it. Really understanding that that's how the world around us works too. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're saying is like how we can be grounded even when these ups and these downs are happening in our, like our whole world, right? Yeah, and and you're so right because it's the programming of the downs are less good than the ups. But the thing is, it's nothing is sustainable to be up, 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 up all the time. Um, you know, financial markets can't be up all the time. Um, interest rates can't be low all the time. Um, all of that causes too much, um, too much of a problem. You know, being um, a left-brained-dominated society, um, as we have been for the last few hundred years, that's also causing an imbalance. So the only way that life, you know, life is a self-correcting mechanism, in that it will always um, flux and flow between the two. Um, and hopefully what we want to do is just get better every time we're in any one of them to, yeah, like you said, like get grounded in them, not get rocked by them. Um, always after too high of a high, you're going to have a too low of a low, right? If you allow yourself to get swept up by things, if you allow too much hype over things is when things get come crashing down, right? When you get... Um, so overstimulated, the bigger the come down is, right? Or like drugs, right? The more um, heightening the drug is, the worse the the next day is. So um, life is, it's built into everything we do in life that, that there's a self-correcting mechanism and you're right, like that can be stretched into the macro of how time goes and how the different cycles and eras that we, um, you know, enter into. So it's like humanity as on a micro level, like say like an emotional is like going through emotional waves on a macro level humanity is also going through those sort of ups and downs mm -hmm. yeah and countries are and you know they have their own essence and personality and 
like I said, financial markets do and the housing market does and your creative wave, everyone's creative wave does and everyone's um, relationships do. I mean, you can literally take it to, you can apply it to everything. It's the same, it's the same rules that apply always. The energetics never um, don't apply, right? When you think about like the basic universal truths, they, they apply and are true across the board. So what else was the video saying? What else was in it? It was cool because I'm a, I'm a visual. I feel like I understand things better when I can look at them and have them played out. And I also was explaining how in the buildup of an empire, there is something about it being like based in like a capitalist system and how it was the visual of how it was explaining it was that there's, you know, savers who invest in entrepreneurs that create innovation. And then when innovation succeeds, then the the innovation and the entrepreneurs then pay back to the people who invested in them. And it's like this cycle of, you know, innovate or it's like giving, creating, receiving, but rece- mm. everybody receives. So it was almost, it was like this visual of, you know, how you are, you're always saying that life is like a giving and receiving and mm. like people worry, like think about abundance and they're like, how do I get more abundance? How do I get more money? It's like, what are you giving to the world? Like go out in the world and, and give. Cause that's actually how, what comes back and how you give to other people. And it's, it has to do with money. It has to do with like happiness. It has to do with all of those things where all of a sudden, like seeing that visual made some of that stuff click for me. Ooh, that's, I love that. Yeah. Which I know people, it's kind of like some people, how they feel about capitalism. It's all over the place, but the visual. Well, it depends what you mean by feeling about capitalism, because do you feel um, there's a distinction between capitalism as an, as a, as the, um, I guess the theory versus the way that it's currently being practiced, right? Like, Mm -hmm. do you, I guess when people say capitalism, it's almost like I feel insulted by, <laughs> I almost feel insulted on small capitalism, small C capitalism's behalf because basic capitalism is built on a free market and people being able to buy and sell goods and exchange things and agree on pricing and people who want to buy it and supply and demand and all that sort of thing. So when people talk about capitalism now, they're talking about um Probably they're talking about mass consumerism and, um, you know, sort of like overhype again or overinflation of of buying for the wrong reasons. It's actually, a, can I tell you something? It always, whenever there's a problem and people blame it on this system, it's actually not the system. It's the consciousness that's being plugged into the system. So it's the consciousness behind the way we're using capitalism that's affecting the capitalism. The same way that when people blame social media, it's the consciousness that people... The, social media in itself is completely neutral. It's the humans that we are animate. We are the ones that animate the system, right? So, yeah. I think people are mistaking capitalism for overconsumption. Yeah. and the, Or what overconsumption plugs into that system. Mm-hmm. The way, like you said, the way that we're using it. But the way it was illustrated felt like lovely to me where I was like, wow, it's people contributing to innovation and then mm-hmm. benefiting from innovation. And mm-hmm. I never really looked at it that way. That's so interesting. Yeah. And I guess that's specific to entrepreneurship. Yeah. Um, but rather than just all capitalism. But um, yeah, it's just interesting because I think that people are, we're so bent 
on trying to figure out if something is good or bad. And of course, there are some, but it's always going to be subjective. But it's always going to be a reflection of how we're using it in our relationship to it, you know? So even AI, like it could be the most incredible thing that ever happened to humanity, or it could be the worst. And it probably will be a mix of both because of the mix of variety of human beings. Like if we're plugging lack and not enoughness from a deeper place in within us, into capitalism that's not going to work out well if we're plugging a lack like oh I need a new um, phone to like make my life better then there's nothing wrong with that right it's like a, a noticing a demand in yourself a lack a space say something that can be filled by someone else and I think it's beautiful because it means that we all need each other and we can all give and receive right without with trying to control what people um, with their own free will decide what they want to give and receive we that's a problematic society what we need to change is the reasons why people make decisions to give and receive Mm, okay and i asked you this yesterday too where because a lot of even astrologers it's not even just you that are talking about how you know our systems are crumbling that are built on low consciousness and i was asking you like what do you think like government is just gonna crumble and you Mm -hmm. were like no i don't think that's gonna happen Um, but what we need to do is we need to infuse like at each individual level, infuse better, increasingly better consciousness in the systems that we currently have. And that will be what evolves the systems, right? Yeah. So for example, it will be, I don't think the whole of the government's going to crumble. I think you'll have a better whistleblower who does a better job of like, you know, making people aware of what's actually going on. So then we you know, might ask, demand more or ask for different things than what we're currently being asked. We are going to demand different solutions, but also then within the government itself, someone who, and I don't necessarily mean consciousness, like, you know, spirituality, spirituality. I just mean someone, because those are the big distinction. I'm happy we're making that because, um, consciousness is more of um you can have very high consciousness and not feel spiritual at all in the sense that you can just believe in um actually giving people tangible value you can care about um you know not being a liar you can care about not um you know being easily bought by money you can care about you know that's it's more like integrity and and um true proper care and providing value um and not coming from a place of not enoughness yourself or trying to smash and grab whatever you can out of it, you know? It's like taking the ego out of it as much as you can. And do you think, because, yeah, and it's also realizing, because you were saying to me yesterday too, that um, historically when people were creating laws, they involved the law, like they, what were you saying to me yesterday about how Socrates and they were involved oh, yeah. in the making of laws? Mm-hmm. So in the Roman Empire... He always had the ruler of the empire, but the person that was like really helping make the laws, there was always a philosopher underneath the ruler. And the philosopher was the person that was recognized as the one who was capable of making the rules. So you would actually consult him from a, so they rules would be being made from a philosophical place rather than from a, I scratch my back, you scratch your, you know, that kind of, or like that lower form of exchange or doing it short term to kind of fix a hole, plug a hole rather than kind of from that zoomed out place of like, let's idealize like how a high functioning society could work. And these are people that spent their lives like pondering that stuff, you know? Um, So I think 
that wasn't a bad system. <laughs> but from a human design perspective, when you bring that up, it's not that we need to, you know, replicate the Roman Empire. But no. from that, from a human design perspective, it's knowing what you're good at, knowing what people are good at mm. and putting people in those roles. And almost like sometimes when some a system's not working properly, it's because there's people in the positions that are trying to do Maybe mm. they're maybe one part of their role is very aligned for them, mm -hmm. but they're maybe thinking that they have to pick up the slack on a bunch of other stuff. And you have people yeah. doing too many of, I don't know, maybe not too many roles, but that they're not in the right role. So that's why it yeah. is crucial from a human, like from, you know, a collective mm -hmm. standpoint to really like figure out what your thing is. Where's your place? And also once you're in your thing to say like, to be more bold where possible about like which parts of it you can pick and choose, right? In any role, you don't have to do all of it. You know what I mean? So I'll give you an example about me, like just because I'm a teacher of human design and it's could be considered part of the spiritual space. Like that doesn't mean I automatically do affiliate programs. That doesn't mean I automatically, um, there's a lot of things I opt out of, right? Because it's just not aligned. It like doesn't meditation feel like circles or you don't, it yeah. doesn't mean you have to do all those things. No. And it doesn't mean I have a hard stance that I think they're wrong for everyone. But I know, for example, for me, like leading a retreat, just because it, to some people, it feels like it would be a natural extension of what I would do in this space. It's not for me right now and that's all I can tell you I don't have a logical reason and no one should you know and so for example a leader this is what I was saying to you yesterday is that since JFK there's been a real like um a gear shift and he was really amazing in that way where he was the first kind of like celebrity president because he was like good looking and he had the interesting love life and he was very public and um he had a great public persona but it has actually kind of reshaped people to think that that's what a leader is expected to be like. And there's a lot of leaders that um, it kind of, I guess, leaves a lot of people out who who might be thinking that just because they're not good at the, you know, doing the whole razzmatazz. Yeah. Um, like the face man. Yeah. That they might not think that they're right for that role. Yeah. I mean, and we could we could say so much more about that. But, you know, bottom line is that it's no one else's job to decide what qualifies you. It's actually that the numbers or the people or the whatever will show you the results, the alignment, the flow, the whatever. Like no one's going to say, oh, you should speak more because of this or because that might apply to that person or not. And so if you have a president that is a bit more quiet, but then the country is thriving, is anyone going to be upset? Like, I don't know. We don't know. There's so many mm -hmm. different variables that go into it. But it really is about being bold enough to say, like, just because I'm doing something that is this and there's precedence of how this looks, let me see where I can actually tailor it to me rather than tailor myself to the industry. Yeah, I was going to ask because I think it's cool to, you know, talk around these sort of bigger concepts. But also, I think when people are saying things like, oh, systems are crumbling, it's all my question is always, okay, but what can I do about it? Mm. And you know, everything's hap feels very like, oh, there's so much happening up and down happening in our world right now. It's like, what can I do about it? Mm -hmm. It really is super granular, right? Yeah. About like getting back to you. Yeah. And listen, some people getting back to them is getting involved in the wider right. stuff, but it's also about not feeling bad that that's not what you're doing to change the world. Because, you know, in our Taylor Swift episode, we talked about how she's now using what she's doing accidentally without on planning on purpose, ended up innovating across so many different 
um, parts like crossing genres and the Ticketmaster thing and doing so many different things her way. So that is how she's changing the world. And it's not our, and it's not our job to measure, you know? I'm so glad you brought that up because I think people think if I want to change the world, I have to start with the target of I want to disrupt and change mm-hmm. the world. But Taylor didn't. That's not how she went about it. It's almost like you do have to come back to the the foundation and be like plugging into like what how my strategy and authority like how am I designed to do life? What am I naturally good at? And those things will then pile on top of each other. And it will if you really are meant to, you know, be a disruptor, be an innovator on a massive level. That's how you get to that level. It will, And it will happen without you even choosing it because you are just honoring your own inner guidance and that knows so much more of your greatest path and what that looks like than you could ever try to conceive with your mind. So that's when you really will feel like your life is destined because you'll end up in places you're like, I can't even tell you how I wound up here. And we both can say that in so many different areas of our lives. and I'm sure everybody can like how you met the person that you were supposed to be with on the randomest place on earth and how it just things all the best things genuinely like where did they come from they came out of actual thin air when you say it came out of nowhere like everything that comes to us we didn't actually move mountains physically they come out of nowhere someone sends you an email where does that come from it comes from ether it comes from nothingness you know so when you believe more in that than the actual like what you know what do I have to do what's my big purpose on this planet you you honor the very serious work of listening to yourself and that I also don't like when people say the opposite like your purpose is just to you know take care of your little corner of the world because it's like that's not enough for some people you know Um, and I do believe that everyone is a genius at something and I do believe that everyone is um, destined to be a magnificent human being in no matter what way that that you know, um, formulates. Um, but the, it's about the feeling of becoming that magnificent person. And even if, um, you are just a consultant to one person, you know, but you're recognized as this like complete badass and you're in your lane, you're doing stuff. You don't know how much you can affect the world and you're not supposed to, you know, but of course, if there's some people who directly want to go for the system, like have at it, you know? If it feels natural <laughs> to you, for sure. Because <laughs> there are people that are, you know, supposed to run run full force into that kind of stuff. And we need people, you know, we need all sorts of different kinds of people. So that's how we change the world is we need the people who want to be scientists to be scientists. We want the quiet presidents who are like great pen pushers to do that. Like we want, we want it all. And that's the thing is that we're designed so perfectly because the universe is like, you know, what this world needs right now is someone who's really good at this, someone who's really good at that, someone who does this in a different way and whatever. And so we're all here already. Like the team is already perfect. We're just showing up in the wrong roles. Oh. (laughs) We have all it takes. It's all here. Yeah. Okay, yeah. If you think about it, if nature functions the way it perfectly functions on its own and regenerates itself and does all that, who are we to think that all the pieces aren't already here? Yeah, and you know, the flower doesn't know what it's going to look like when it buds, but it just dares to bud anyway. And it's just in the process of budding. And then, you know, but just because it can't tell you exactly what the flower is going to look like when it's finished, doesn't matter. And it's not trying to reverse engineer how to become the exact flower that it's going to become. Oh, that's such a good explanation. It's like a visual explanation of it. Yeah. So it's just interesting, you know. <laughs> <laughs>